Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay, so for nearly a week now, the trans and trans-allied staffers have been voicing concerns at Netflix over the Chappelle special. It's time to move on. It's time to move on. But are we going to move on? No, no, we are not. Now, according to this story, the anti-trans sentiments in comedian Dave Chappelle's new special, The Closer, has now made employees incensed. And they're going to participate in a virtual work stoppage on the 20th of October, 2021. Now, if you're listening live today, it is the 15th of October, 2021. So on the 20th, they're going to have a virtual stoppage of work, a walkout at Netflix, a walkout. Now, you think to yourself, how many people are really is it going to affect netflix at all well according to this story which i do not believe they say at least one thousand employees are going to participate in the virtual work stoppage no way that's true no way no way that's true i mean maybe you get a couple people that go yeah yeah, I'm in it with you. Let's go. Yeah, you're, ta- you're stopping work. Me too. I'm for you. You trans people and people who love trans people. I'm with you. <laughs> go, go trans people. I'll stop my work. And then come the 20th, it's going to be like, <sighs> I got work to do. <laughs> no way that's true. A thousand people. Stop it. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, so I'm told, I mean, I don't know how many employees Netflix has. Let's let's look it up because I guess the meeting that they crashed that she got kicked out of and then reinstated was had 500 people in it. So that's that's a pretty big meeting. So it wasn't like she crashed an intimate. I was under the impression. I guess I should probably read the entire stories. I was under the impression that, you know, it was a conference room meeting where you have, you know, tops, maybe what, 20 people. And I was thinking, you know, even smaller than that, but a conference room session where you have maybe 20 people. So how many employees does Netflix has? I'm guessing hundred thousand. Not quite that many. Okay. It's uh, 12,135. Pretty close. I was just a little bit off. So there's no way that a thousand people are no way out of 12,000 employees. No, no, that is not happening. So at the FDA, I'll move on from that now because that's coming up on the 20th is the virtual walkout. We'll see exactly how many walk out. No way it's a thousand. I'll squid game bet you. All right. If I'm wrong, I'll be eliminated. I know. Did you have you watched the whole thing yet? I can't get it out of my head. It's really I can't get it out of my head because I find it fascinating that you would do that because once you're in it, you're in it, right? I mean, watch the show and then we'll talk. Okay. We're going to next week, next week we're talking squid game. So if you are okay with the spoilers and you haven't seen it yet, I know you've got stuff to do this weekend, but so what? 
get it on with Squid Game, all right? And then we'll talk about it because I find it fascinating, that whole process of what Squid Game is. And season two is definitely happening. You know that, right? Okay. So the FDA has authorized the first e-cigarette, but only allows tobacco flavors. Oh, we don't want the fruity ones? No, I guess the fruity ones. The fruity ones mean that younger people, those younger children are looking at pods and smoking them. So companies submitted 6.5 million vaping and e-cigarette products. And uh, the agency uh, rejected or said the applications were incomplete on the vast majority of what they <laughs> what was submitted because uh, it's, it, it's for people who want to quit smoking, okay? And that outweigh the risk of hooking kids and teenagers on nicotine for the first time. Yeah, because smoking, man, smoking is terrible, terrible, terrible. Did you see where archaeologists, in a completely unrelated story, archaeologists uncover evidence of tobacco use 12,000 years ago? Huh. Huh. More than 9,000 years before previously documented. Huh. So we thought it was, what, 3,000 years ago, and now it's 12,000 years ago. They found burnt seeds at a Stone Age site in Utah. <laughs> okay. So whatever you do, man, get rid of those vaping cigarettes. Make sure you regulate those because people will stop smoking and won't smoke. Yes, they will. They're going to continue to smoke. I know it's bad, and it's horrible, and you shouldn't smoke whatsoever, but you're going to. <laughs> what am I, an ad for Marlboro now? Yeah, that's what it is. Also, the FDA's been busy. They uh, also have uh, put out new guidance. New guidance to, uh, they want to cut the salt in food. What? You know, they've done this before. They keep telling. The last time they sent out guidance where they said, oh, yeah, hey, you need to uh, you need to cut the, the food in your, the salt in the food. You need to cut, your, cut it right now. And the last time they did that, everybody was pretty much like, yeah, thanks. We're not doing that. Take care. Thanks for the guidance. We're not doing that. So now they're saying that uh, they want to, they want to, no more than 2,300 milligrams of sodium per day. Make sure you keep track of that, too. I want that documented. I mean, no more than 2,300 milligrams of sodium per day. That equates to about one teaspoon of table salt. I mean, any food that you're buying off the shelf has got a teaspoon of sodium in it. I mean, there's no doubt about that. For a long time, I stopped having anything to do with salt we have a tad bit of a relationship salt and i but i there was no salt and you can really tell the products are full of salt when you go back to eating products you know when you reignite that passion of salt and uh and you realize holy cow like ice cream oh man a lot of salt more than you'd think I mean, you have to, it takes a, 
It takes a good month or two to pound down some ice cream before you get past that lot of salt frustration. After a couple of months, it doesn't matter. You're already like, oh, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. But if you stop and then you reignite your passion with ice cream, you realize, wow, there's a lot of salt in that. I probably shouldn't eat that. You got to work through that. It's like, it's like being overweight. You know, you got to work through it. You don't just, it doesn't just happen. You don't, you don't sit down and go, no, I don't want that. Not if you're overweight. Those are words you don't say. You continue on. You power through. You eat it. I put that food on the table. It's on your plate. You eat it. That's where it comes from. My parents made me fat. Because they said, it was not, you eat it. That was the deal. That's where it came from. And if they'd have just, uh, no, don't eat that baby. You full? No. Yes, you are. Get out of here. <laughs> Instead of, yeah, you go ahead and give me some more. Are you sure you want that eighth hot dog? Yep, I do. <laughs> That's how you get overweight. Damn it. Ooh, hot dogs have a lot of salt, too. Everything has a lot of salt. That's the whole thing. So according to this, the average person in the U.S. consumes 3,400 milligrams of sodium a day. Wait. 3,400 milligrams, and their guideline is 2,300. So you're, they're only dropping it down, but what is that, 10%? 12% or something like that? That's, that's not bad. Cutting down sodium in your diet is hard to do on your own. Yeah, so what we need is we need the government to come in and help us. Because about 70% of the sodium we eat comes from processed, packaged, and prepared. Yeah, no kidding. That's what I'm saying. I mean, everything. Holy cow. That's why you have to go to the market. You have to go to the fresh market and get that fresh produce. You have to kill the animals yourself. Don't cure them in salt. Just let them rot out in the meat barn until you get hungry. <laughs> so they anyway, the FDA gave some more, some more guidance to the companies to get this. Yeah, it was 2016. The, start of the, the salt company. I remember with that because the salt companies, they were like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for calling. Click. No, this is the FDA, and we want to make sure we're giving you guidance on uh, the amount of salt that you should put in your food. Oh, okay. Thanks for calling. Okay, I know. All right, I get it. It's not, okay, so 2,300, I, I, you know, look, I'm not a great mathematician. I know that, all right? So they say that we eat, what was it, 3,400 milligrams of sodium a day on average, and they're recommending no more than 2,300. But in the guidance, they're saying, hey, you should get down to 3,000. Now that's the 12% jump. All right, so if you get down to 3,000 3, and it's 12%, then that's 400. So you get down to 26, that's 24%. So you get down to 23. So it's up about 25% is what they're, they want that reduction in. But they're giving you only 12% to be nice. Again, though, the guidance, and I, and I love this, they're just recommendations. Because uh, I'm sure the frozen food companies, they're going to be like, yeah, um, we're doing we're doing the best we can, and we give customers plenty of uh, plenty of difference. You know what? I tell you what, you should work on government. 
letting us be able to get our product to the store. How about that? You realize, you know, we talked about the bottlenecking of products and all the ships in waiting. And I know, you know, hey, hey, the port, the Long Beach and uh, L.A. port is going to be open 24-7. That's great. What about the other ports? I was looking at some of the other ports. Most of the ports are only open 8 to 5. What? That is so strange. You'd think that they, it's 5 o'clock. Wrap it up. I've been sitting out here waiting to get my truck loaded for eight hours. Maybe tomorrow. Try to get you, fuck. I, I, I'm off. I'm the clock's out. Oh, oh, okay. Should I just wait right here? Well, unless you get a ticket for parking there too long. Better find another place. Uh, it's just incredible to me. And we talk about the 24-7. Who's working it? So what? I, look, you could say, hey, we're open 24-7. Great. Is there any employees or anything you got working? Nope. Nothing happening, but we're open. Okay, great. I, I don't understand. And I heard this morning that if it's not on the water, no, the line was, if your products weren't on the water four weeks ago and ain't going to be here for Christmas. Okay. I mean, uh, maybe that person never heard of an aeroplane. Maybe put your product on a plane and uh, deliver it that way. Just a thought. I know. I know. I mean, I realize. I get it. Don't look at me like that. We're talking about containers. Thousands of containers on a ship, Jeff. Yes, I know. I understand. I get it. Okay? Don't look at me like that. I don't really get it. Let's go to the break room anyway. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, my gosh. That, my friends, is good. Okay, so I mentioned uh, Netflix uh, walking out on the 20th. We have uh, the Hollywood workers, the behind-the-scene workers. We talked about them possibly striking, and they're talking about uh, striking on Monday if a deal is not reached for uh, higher wages and, of course, better working conditions. Really, what they want is more cash. They want more streaming cash, and they should get it. So, I, you know, they, if they don't get it, they're walking. It's over. They're going to strike. So, you know, good luck on getting your shows. John Deere, Deere and Company, workers go on strike after rejecting contract. Hey, but the ports are open 24-7. So you got that going for you. Uh, I mentioned I, I mentioned uh, Squid Game for just a second. I can't, I can't get Squid Game out of my head. I was really, really fascinated by that show. But it became Netflix's biggest series launch ever. With more than 111 million global viewers since September 17th premiere. That's incredible. Amazing. And if you think that's not going to get you to season two, oh, wrong. Uh, they'll be definitely doing that. So look for more player 456. Look for more of that. And if you care, Betty White turns 100 in three months something like that and people are really concerned about betty white 
turning 100 in January. Yeah, January, right? So you got what? November, December, January. That'd be three months. Anyway, that's how it works. Er, thank you. Uh, so she uh, now they're asking that they provide her with uh, security. I see where people are saying, oh, no, um, I'm going to fall apart if we lose hashtag Betty White. Keep her safe. Please provide her with national security protection. How about you pay for that? That's a good idea. How about you pay for that? If you want protection for hashtag Betty White so that she stays alive and nothing happens to her so that she can turn 100, how about you provide security for Betty? And I got news for you. The world is a bad place, but nobody's messing with Betty White. Nobody's messing with Betty White, all right? She's going to make it. Unless, you know, she uh, starts feeling a little under the weather, then you might say, Betty, you think you're going to make it to 100? (coughs) No, Betty, I was just wondering, are you okay? Are you going to make it to 100? (coughs) Yeah, I, I, I heard yes. Okay, Betty, it's good. Take it easy, all right? I I believe you. Just sit on the sunning roof and take care. (laughs) Betty, stop. Did you know that LeBron James has a film and TV production company? Spring Hill. He just uh, sold a minority stake in Spring Hill. For $725 million to an investment group. Wow. Okay. It's his consumer and entertainment shop, the Spring Hill Company. (laughs) Okay. So the investors include Redbird Capital Partners, Fenway Sports Group, and Nike. Also included in the Thursday announcement was Epic Games, which will usher the NBA Legends company and its CEO, Maverick Carter, into the world of gaming. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Did you see where the guy, speaking of NBA stars and uh, people working for their companies, Larry Miller, Larry Miller, who rejoined the Jordan brand, Michael Jordan's brand, in 2012. Okay, he's a former Portland Trailblazer. He is, uh, and he's a former Nike executive, and he is now just Michael Jordan's brand guy. Okay. He has now admitted, and he says he feels better for it. Uh, Yeah, when I was younger, I murdered somebody. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, You feel better now? Yes. Oh, I've been living with this uh, since uh, 1965. Now, I don't know if people know this. There's no statute of limitations on murder. So is there going to be consequences for Larry? Or does he just think, ah, I was a teen. I was back in Philly. I just shot the kid. Uh, okay, Larry, uh, if, I just wanted to, I'm, a, I'm so good to get this off my chest, this long-guarded secret. Yeah, 
That's kind of what people do when they murder someone and get away with it. <laughs> so I guess he's just still, he's going to be with the Jordan brand. And it's okay. It's all right. Because he was a teen. And it was way back in 1965. And nobody even knew. I mean, I've felt a little bad over the years. You know, in between working for Nike and playing in the NBA and working for Michael Jordan. In between those times of making millions of dollars and having a great life, once in a while, you know, I'd be parked at a red light and I'd see a young teenager walk by me and I'd think, he kind of reminds me of the teen I murdered back in 1965. Oh, the light's green. Okay, I got to go now. Is that what happened? I just... Uh, amazing amazing something i mean something something has got to be done so miller is 72 now so he's feeling a little guilt is why he was is why he was talking you know telling people that yeah you know i was i murdered the kid back in 65 look i was in philly i was just 16 and the kid was 18 you know it's a really difficult decision for me to reveal my criminal past i guess it wasn't it wasn't difficult to kill the kid not back then anyway uh but i ran from this i tried to hide from this and i hope people didn't find out about it really you didn't want people to know about a murder you committed huh weird how that happens isn't it larry but i was thinking this is just an interview in sports illustrated uh no uh, no, please, uh, he decided to admit this because it's in his new book called Jump, My Secret Journey from Streets to the Boardroom. So he's just promoting his book and he wants to get a, he wanted to, he wanted to go public ahead of this forthcoming book. Yeah, it's called Promoting the Book. So we'll see if there's any repercussions from Larry admitting this or it's just a book promotion that's all it is it's just a book promotion and you know you got to be out there promote hawking the book right i get it i get it i get it i see uh peppa pig is opening a theme park huh how about that how to get away from murder talk I see Peppa Pig is opening a theme park. There's going to be wild car ride with Daddy Pig. Oh, muddy puddles. <laughs> Having tea with Peppa. Man, how much fun does that sound, huh? So it's, and get this, it's the world's first Peppa Pig theme park. Huh? Come on now. And my first reaction to that is, is it? I mean, there's got to be some place around the world that calls themselves Peppa Pig, right? So its grand, it's grand opening is going to be uh, February 2022. So just around the corner in Winter Haven, Florida. That's right. That's the greater Orlando area for those of you that don't know Florida. Uh, the theme park is located on the same property as a Legoland. So, man, you'd be able to go to Legoland and then hop over to 
Peppa Pig. And then it's just a quick jaunt over to Gatorland. How far is Gatorland from Legoland? Yeah, figure that one out. Okay, so it's not quite as close as I thought because I misspoke. All right. Winter Haven is in the greater Lakeland area. All right. Not Orlando. So I was thinking Orlando, but Winter Haven really is a little ways from Orlando, the greater Orlando area. That's where Gatorland is. Okay, Gatorland is, well, it's technically Kissimmee, but it's right there. It's the border of Kissimmee and Orlando. So if you go to Legoland and you have so much fun, you pop over to Peppa Pig World and you uh, have a little Peppa Pig fun. Don't look at me like that. I know you expected me to have a little Peppa Pig business, but no, that's not what I'm talking about at all. And don't start, we'll get into William Shatner in a moment. Uh, Because I cannot get that out of my head. But you're at Peppa Pig Land and you think, hey, we're in Pig Land. We might as well hop over to Gatorland. It's just a two and a half hour drive. You're right there. You're right there. You just hop on, what is that, I-4? And just zip in and zip out. You're there. No problem. (laughs) I wasn't thinking Winter Haven outside of Lakeland. I didn't realize Legoland was in Winter Haven the hell are they doing that's where they that you keep elephants and stuff out there trying to build up winter haven what is going on i haven't been to florida in a long time i'm a little upset now Okay, so I filled in for Pat today. He was sick on Pat Unleashed for Blaze Television and Radio Network. And we did what I kind of talked about yesterday on this show, the uh, William Shatner in space. And I played it for you. But in my head, all I could hear was music, a certain style of music underneath William Shatner and his posse, the Shatner space posse, uh, past the Carmen line or the Kago line or whatever they call it. So we did that this morning and it was exactly what I had in my head. And now I can't stop. I mean, there's no way. There's no way you're going to be able to hear just William Shatner in space. God. Weightlessness. Oh, Jesus. This is when they're on the Blue Origin spaceship (laughs) ride, the theme park ride the other day. No, description can equal this. Okay, so that goes on for about 30 seconds, and uh, we listen to it. And and all the whole time I'm listening to that, two things are in my head. One, is that real? Two is, man, it needs my music with it and so we did that this morning and i'm going to do it again now uh here on chewing the fat because i like it oh jesus (laughs) no description can eat this wait 
Okay, so I'm not really sure if he said goodness or business when I was listening to that because I think William Shatter is actually using my line, my word, business, in that video, audio, video piece. But you're welcome, by the way. You're welcome. I, I am in love with that, and I want it to be my new ringtone. All right, that's enough. We'll move on from Bill in space, even though I don't necessarily want to but we will um i remember i don't know if we talked about it on this show or if i just remember i was looking at pictures possible i thought we were done talking about shatner in space i know we are but i'm talking there's zebras that have been wandering around in maryland these missing zebras and i feel like we talked about it because they thought there were five and there's only three and they've been trying to get them and they can't catch them so people are just taking pictures of them on Instagram going, hey, got one over here by the Dairy Queen. And they're just wandering around and feeding them. And they're trying to they're trying to leave feed around so that it leads them back around. But how's that going for you? Because they haven't herded them yet. So apparently now, on in September, we're just finding out about this now, that officers responded to a report that a dead animal on private property in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. I love Marlboro, Maryland, by the way. I mean, I'm a fan of Marlboros. Anyway, um, the officers got there and they found one of the zebras dead in a snare trap that they claim is an illegal snare trap. Well, you know what? Um, if it's private property, I pretty much get to snare trap whatever the hell I want. No, you don't, Jeff. No, you don't. Okay. All right. All right. Calm down. All right. No, I'm sorry. All right. So we don't know who placed the snare trap on the property. We don't know what happened. We just know that the poor zebra is dead. All right. So the other two are out wandering around somewhere. I don't know what they're doing. It says here they've been, you know, eking out a life. <laughs> um, I don't know if you know this, but um, that's what zebras do. <laughs> uh, they eke out a life. They don't necessarily, uh, where they're from, and they're from, where's that continent? Oh, yeah, Africa. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty good at eking out a life. All right, so they could probably last a while. I don't know. They, I guess they're not used to eking out a life in Upper Marlboro, but, you know, who knows? Now, I guess they were part of a, and I'll give you, I'll give you 100 bucks right now. 100 bucks. Cash money. If you can tell me what a bunch of zebras is called. Uh -uh. I knew you didn't know it. I didn't know it either until I read it. It's called a zeal. They were part of a zeal, which is a bunch of zebras. <laughs> In the story, it says, a as a bunch of zebras is sometimes called. What else are they called? A bunch of zebras, I guess. All right. So there were 39 zebras. Never t there's a joke. 
There's a joke. I'm trying to think if I can actually tell it on the air. 39 zebras. Okay, so uh, remind me to tell the joke. I'll end Fat Pile Friday chewing the fat with my joke that has 39 in it. Okay? So there's 39 zebras that have been brought to this up farm in Upper Marlboro from Florida. All right, so they said they were... They brought in and they're part of a zoo or some exposition at this. So somebody said, yeah, yeah, let's start a zoo. Let's bring them in. I mean, we've got black-handed spider monkeys, dromedaries, mandrills, red kangaroos. Stay away from those brown lemurs over there. Capybars and gibbons. We might as well bring in some zebras too. Okay. I mean, whatever. So they got loose, and the farm that had planned to capture them back into the corral. We <laughs> uh, we don't know where they're at. We went looking for them. We can't find them. <laughs> you know, you're missing some zebras. Yeah. We looked for them. We can't find them. So if you find if you find them out there, go ahead and bring them back. But we're done looking for them. Okay. All right, fine, whatever. So one zebra, sadly, was found dead in the snare trap. I don't know if the other two are even still alive. Maybe they were snare trapped and now they're, you know, somebody's having zebra steaks up in Upper Marlboro County. I would look for a grill out. Maybe that doesn't smell like beef. It smells like, it doesn't look like chicken, but it sure smells like chicken. Yeah, zebra. I, you know, I don't think I've ever had zebra. No, I haven't. I've never had zebra. So I'm, I don't know. I can't tell you what it tastes like. I've had a lot of animals, a lot of different animals that some are. Oof. <laughs> you can quote me on that, man. Some different animals are. Oof. Moose isn't bad. The moose isn't bad. Moose is pretty good. Bear is kind of stringy. You know what I mean? Um, but I never had zebra anyway, anyway, that's all to say. I never ate zebra. That's all. Hey, want to make some money? No, I'm not talking about going and hunting down zebras. Although once those shelves are empty long enough, Zebras are going to be looking pretty freaking good. Venezuela come to mind. So apparently if you want to make some money, you can. Oh, wait, they're just, they want volunteers. They're not even paying you. What? Okay. They want walrus spotters from space. They want walrus detectors, but I thought you could make some money. I'm a little pissed now. I was ready to make some money as a walrus spotter, but they're asking for volunteers. How about No. Uh, how about you want me to spot some walruses? I'll you pay me. So the World Wildlife Fund has described as a walrus detector. They're they're looking, they're concerned about, of course, climate change on the Arctic's wildlife. And now you have a way to get involved from your own home. Oh good. The WWF, which 
Don't get me started on that. And British Antarctic Survey. Love, BAS. Are hoping to track the number of Atlantic Laptev walruses. Those bastards. I hate those Laptev walruses. (laughs) Maybe those are the ones I like. I can't remember. Uh, They want to track them over five years to find out how much climate change may be affecting the population. So what? I'm supposed to just look at satellite feeds and see if they're... Yes! That's what I'm supposed to do. Satellites will routinely capture photos across Russia, Greenland, Norway, and Canada. And those photos will then be made available to walrus detectives. (laughs) I am walrus detective. Have no fear. Walrus detective is here. So you get to sit in front of a computer and look at satellite feeds for hours. One, two, three. Okay, those are three walruses there. I can't zoom in anymore. I'll see if there's some more. I'm going to scan over here to the other side of this ice block. There's one, two. Oh, damn it. Is that the same three? Okay, I've got to back it up. We'll see if that's the same three. No, I don't know if those, am I marking those? Is that my coordinates for those? Oh, shoot. I got to go back to the beginning. I mean, it sounds fun. It sounds fun. But if you believe in helping save walruses and want to become a walrus, do I get a badge? I'm up. If I get a walrus detective badge, I'm in. Excuse me. Walrus detective. Because then I'd have my Heinz badge, my Heinz ketchup badge, and I could be a walrus detective badge. I I want a bet walrus detective badge. That would be great. I would love that, man. You know, you got to make sure you pull out the right badge when you you say to someone, "Excuse me, I'm a walrus detective," and you pull out the Heinz ketchup <laughs> detective badge. It might not go over well, but you know. Oh, well, what are you going to do? And uh, if you want to get a hold of the show, you can email me, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. I got an email as long as we're, you know, in the animal feature of chewing the fat. I got an email about uh, dogs and eating dogs. Not long ago, we talked about eating dogs and, uh, you know, whether you can do it or not. But according to this email, uh, breeds of dogs and dogs that look like other dogs that we have here in the U.S. and abroad are bred in Korea, China, and elsewhere. I know, but they breed them a bunch at a time. You're eating the same kind. You're not eating fluffy. That's my point. And then the email goes on. You're wrong. Ooh, okay. Let's see what I'm wrong about. It also breeds of dogs and dogs that look like other dogs that we have here in the U.S. and abroad that are bred. Also... Fluffy is mainly an uglier, dumber breed of dog. No dog should be eaten anyway. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Brad. I appreciate your your comments, and thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. But really, as long as it's not fluffy, I don't care. <laughs> All right, so I know it's Friday. We want to wrap it up and get it into the weekend. I get it. So just know things are looking better. Infections in the U.S. have fallen 22% uh, from two weeks ago to a seven-day average of 88,612. 
still seems I'd like to see it lower than that, but okay. Um, since September, the average case has peaked around 160,000, so we're almost half of what's September. So it's over. We're done. Let's wrap it. Let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> Send it home. Let's go. We're done. I even said it earlier. The pandemic is over. We're done. Move on. Stop with your mandates. Let's open up the ports. Let's get the products flowing. Let's go. Let's get America back up and running, okay? And if you think you had the vaccine and you've only had two shots, you haven't. All right? Get the third one and shut up. Sick of hearing you whining. Two-thirds of the U.S. population have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. That's according to the all-knowing, all-seeing CDC. And they also say that 8.9 million have received a Pfizer or Moderna Moderna booster. Wow. So we've already given out almost 9 million boosters, too, from Pfizer and Moderna since August 13th. And now the kids are, they're going to want to, they're going to want to shoot the kids. Holy cow. So that's amazing that we've given out 9 million booster shots already. So if you had the double shot of my baby's love from, uh, never heard a double shot of my baby's love. Uh, it's what's his face. Delbert McClinton, a Delbert McClinton double shot of my baby's love. No. Got nothing for that. All right. Whatever. What, uh, what century was that from? I don't know. I don't know. It's something we used to hum when we were going to out for the gold rush. We were heading out west, killing buffalo. I don't know what century it was from. We weren't singing the new Adele song. Her new song just dropped. I'll tell you that. Easy on me. I watched it. That's going to be a monster hit for her. And she looks great in the video. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that. If you if you were once fat, I'm sorry, overweight, and you lost a bunch of weight, you can't tell them that they look good now because that means, that implies that they didn't look good before when they were overweight. And I agree with that, come to think of it. So, and she looks fine in the video. It's good to see her, Adele. Easy on me. That's her little... I know they're calling it the emotional video. Give me a break. It's just her saying, you know, hey, I'm single now and everything. You know, I, I'm, I'm still Adele. I'm Adele, so everything is fine. Just leave me alone. And I know that we... Oh, you know, one last story that I got to do for you before we get out here. And then I told you I'd tell you the joke, too. So I got to do, do the joke. But I just want you to know that a California woman is facing charges for allegedly hosting sex parties for minors. Okay? Where were these mothers when I was in school? That's what I want to know. Because after we crossed the continent going west for the gold rush in our wagons, where were these mothers? Now, this woman was really bad. I mean, she had, she was partying with these teens, getting them drunk, getting them high, making them. Now, I don't know that she had sex with any of them. In the story, it talks about how she made them have sex with each other. Okay. Bad, evil woman. Evil, evil woman. That's who that is. Evil woman in Santa Clara, 
County. So, including non, they're saying non-consensual sex. They were, some kids were so drunk they passed out. Do you ever remember in, as a teenager being so drunk you passed out? I didn't think so. I didn't think so. <laughs> and we have the Capitol rioter who is defending himself. And of course, okay, so here's the deal. If you're going to defend yourself, at least have a little bit of an idea how to do it. All right, because he does not. And he has admitted to more crimes as he's defending himself. Just, I mean, I don't even need to get into details. Just know you don't have to speak when you're in court. You don't. And it said he prepared for the wrong type of, it was a bond hearing and he was preparing for an evidentiary hearing. Uh, It's just, how about you get an attorney? The judge even told him, hey, how about you get an attorney? I don't need an attorney. You just admitted to more crimes than what you're here for. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. I guess I'll, uh, this is just send me to jail. Then I've been out on bail from the thing. Yeah. You're going back to jail. Okay. You're going back in. So why don't you get an attorney and we'll get this thing worked out. Okay. That's just a helpful hint. That's all. And now, okay, I know we got to get out of here. I'm looking at the clock and I know you're busy and it's, you know, thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. I appreciate it. Uh, haircut fundraiser. Pay attention. Look for that on my social media accounts. Jeffy JFR on Twitter. Jeff Fisher Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, that link is coming soon. So you can donate to Our Rescue. They do great work. And uh, they're saving and rescuing people all over the world that are enslaved, really, uh, with just horrible horrible things are happening to these people and they rescue them oh my gosh that's their name our rescue so uh look for that information so the uh, the zebra story there were 39 of them so that got me thinking about an old 39 joke all right and the joke is you know what the problem with 39 year olds is no what there's 30 of them. You can't say that on the air. What? There's 39-year-olds running around. It's like a birthday party crazy. You ever? I mean, if you had a birthday party with kids and they're all running around crazy like that, you do not want 30 of them running around. I'll tell you that. That's the funny. That's what the joke is. Right? Pretty sure that's what it means. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.